a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody and welcome to Not All Bad, where every cloud has a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I am Zach Andrews. And this is uh, Paul Messman. So uh, we actually got into a lot of trouble with the FCC uh, between when you're hearing this now and when you last listened, uh, when we last recorded episode 62. Um, they've been they've been quite upset with us recently. Um, we got subpoenaed um, to appear before um, Congress. Um, they, they said that, uh, Tipper Gore is back. She's back in business and she was very upset with the content that we put out on the last episode. A lot of, um, talk about, um, sorry, I'm looking at, I can say what he's holding up a card. Sorry. They, they, there's a federal agent in the studio with me right now. He's holding up a card Mm -hmm. on just got a big circle with a red slash through it. So I can't, uh, okay. I can't say bowel movement. Can I say that? getting a nod okay so we did a lot of bowel movement discussion last episode and uh um we i just like to formally apologize for for that kind of humor that we brought to the table last time Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that we got on the um the fcc's radar ever since uh, a couple episodes we we titled it um He's he's really giving me a death death glare here. Uh, th- it says there's <laughs> blank in this one. Uh, it was very clickbaity. I'll admit. Um, it was also somewhat of a lie. Um, yeah. But there's um, mm. there's breast memories. Uh huh. Memories. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll 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 stick purely scientific terms here. Uh, there's memories in this one. Was uh, roughly the title. Um, they didn't love that, and then ever since uh, last week's, we've uh, we've been our legal team has really advised us to be careful with what we're saying for this one and uh, moving forward. We're on thin ice, yeah, we're on real thin ice. So, um, in in the spirit of that, I've actually uh, gone ahead and uh, elected to rebrand our our particular source of comedy in a similar way to um what now we can consider to be a very close compatriot in this experience and that is um kids bop mm, so yes. um i've gone ahead and taken the liberty of familiarizing myself with some of um kids bop's more uh famous tunes uh, just in the interest of um, kind of understanding where they're coming from and maybe a way that we can emulate that in our own productions. Um, so uh, just for example, if we take ourselves to um, uh, Macklemore's uh, hit single, Thrift Shop, from I want to say, what, 2013, 2012, if I could guess? Um, <laughs> now walk up to the club like, what up, I got a hit song. I'm so pumped. I just bought some clothes from the thrift shop. <laughs> Ice on the fringe is so, so frosty. The people like, hey, that guy is on the marquee. What do you think that means? The guy's Which on the marquee. Part? Well, originally it's, now I walk into the club, like, what up? I got a, 
oh, large yeah. penile gland. I'm so pumped. I just brought bought some feces from the thrift shop. Ice on the fringe. I think I think they just I think he says the word that means to like be condemned to hell. And then the people like that is a cold but white man. But now they say the people be like, hey, that guy is on the marquee. Which I guess they recognize Malcolm Moore from a, perhaps a billboard in Seattle or something. <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> that's a big turn there from the original uh, content. So, uh, okay, so the okay, so the uh, the the agent just left the room. So I think he had to go to the bathroom or something. There's a part in the thrift shop where um, Malcolm Moore says, "Probably should have washed this. Smells like R. Kelly's sheets." piss but shit it was 99 cents and in and the kids bought version and it, it says probably should have washed this smells like my baseball cleats ew but hey it was 99 <laughs> cents which <laughs> rap rap genius uh rap genius which i'm reading i didn't know rap genius did kids bop but they have a um that if you click on smells like my baseball cleats they don't even address they, – they just call back to the original Macmore song. And they say the original line of the song was, smells like R. Kelly's sheets. And then they have like a dissertation on, uh, on the R. Kelly P story. And um, there, at the bottom of this, it says, there are three reasons why they changed this line for Kids Bop from R. Kelly's sheets to my baseball cleats. Number one, unimportant. Number two, name-dropping R. Kelly would be impersonal to the Kids Bop identity. Oh, sure. And then number three, after a game of baseball, the shoes or cleats often get dirty from running around in the sandy field. So I like how they took this particular line for some reason to explain <laughs> like why smelly baseball cleats is possibly equivalent to um, bed sheets that smell like urine. That goes really in depth. At, at some point, I'm sure they'll be doing that uh, with these episodes between, like, they'll take what we previously said and compare it to the new lines. Yeah. Now that, now that we have to keep it so clean. I'm kind of interested to see, like, what else. Do you think Kids Bop has a WAP uh, version? <laughs> I, I, I know I saw jokes about how hard it would have been to make, but I don't, I don't, I could never remember if it was real. <laughs> I can't tell if this is, this is real, but I have one that says, like, there's some doors in this house. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's. I feel. I wish it was. I don't know if this is real. This is lyrics. Lol. The dot. Lol makes me feel like I'm gonna have a uh, a virus on my computer after this. I'm on. I'm on uh, rap genius. So, the most popular one is thrift shop, followed by old town road, followed by truth hurts. That Bruno Mars song. That's what I like. Is on here, doesn't he? I just don't know these lyrics well enough to like be able to jump right to the inappropriate parts. Yeah. <laughs> They changed uh, gold jewelry shining so bright. What is it? Strawberry champagne on ice? Is that what he says? They changed it to strawberry so. milkshakes so nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, I remember this line. Okay. Uh, they say, they also say, uh, they say sex by the fire too. Sex by the fire at night. What did they change that to? Hang by the fire at night. We're just hanging out. Hey, there's no sex here. We're just hanging out. <laughs> Now, I believe that I heard another podcast do this at one point, so I don't want to uh, take anyone's thunder here, but I think they did a Kesha song at one point. 
and they the the song is so irredeemable that they just changed one verse out of like the four and then just repeated the chorus for the entire rest of the song for like <laughs> two minutes straight wake up in the morning feeling like p diddy grab my glasses i'm out the door i'm gonna tour the city what was so inappropriate about hit the city you can hit the city as a child <laughs> before i leave <laughs> before i leave brush my teeth with a bottle of jack because when i leave for the night i ain't coming back that was the original. Now it's before I leave, brush my teeth, scrub them nice and clean. Because when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. They didn't even make any attempts to make it rhyme. <laughs> are they still getting pedicures on their toes, toes? Yeah, they are getting pedicures on their toes, toes. They're trying on the on all the clothes, clothes. Their friends are calling on all the phones, phones. Um, but instead of going to the parties trying to get tipsy, they're going to the parties trying to get dizzy. No, there's the, there's the, there's the other verse that's, uh, how does it go originally? Um Ain't got a care in the world, world, but got got plenty of beer. beer. Oh, yeah. Ain't got no money in my pocket, but I'm already here. The dudes are lining up because they hear we got swagger, but we cook them to the curb unless they look like McJagger. Okay. Ain't got a care in the world, but got plenty of cake, which I don't want to hear a child say. That may be much worse. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have a child say they have beer than they have cake. Ain't got no money in my pocket because I'm already here. Now the kids are lining up to see all the presents, but they kick them to the side unless they look like daggers. <laughs> so, somebody please explain to me what does that mean? The kids are lining up to see all the presents, but they kick them to the side unless they look like daggers. Do the kids look like daggers? Are the kids, are the kids, euphemistically speaking, staring daggers? Is the is the phrase? Are they staring daggers like they're glaring at the presence out of jealousy or they kick him to the side unless the children look like daggers themselves as they represent daggers or they kick him to the side unless the presence look like daggers. It, it, if, if, it lo- if it doesn't look Gifting like a, a knife, right? If you're not giving me a knife for my birthday, get out. That's the message you know what, that I get from this. You know what's really funny about a lot of these kids pop songs is they remind me of Google Translate where it's like, each individual fr- word or phrase that they change is like, all right, maybe that's not too huge of a leap or like that kind of makes sense. But then when you look at the product as a whole, like the plot just doesn't fit together yeah. for this song. The same way that sometimes Google Translate, like it may have translated every individual word. It gets the like kind of the gist, but it- but then it's not like maybe the sentence is not even anywhere close to like making like saying the same thing or making any sense. Right. Very bizarre. Um, man, they got a lot of albums out, huh? What? This is kind of bringing me back, actually. I want to listen to a lot of these cheesy songs now again. <laughs> Did you ever actually get any Kids Bob albums as a kid? No, no, definitely not. Did you? No, and I even remember seeing the commercials as a kid and being like, I don't understand who their target audience is. Cause yeah. even I feel like too old for this and I'm a young child. Right. Let's do, let's just like, let's wrap it up with the old town road, which has been viewed almost 80,000 times on this website. All right. So <laughs> verse two of this song, uh, originally is riding on a tractor, lean on my bladder, cheated on my baby. You can go and ask her. My life is a movie bull riding and boobies cowboy hat from Gucci. Uh, bull riding. And what was that? Bull riding and so this is the I'm reading the original or I'm I'm recalling the original verse two riding okay. on a tractor lean oh. all in my bladder 
cheated on my baby. You can go and ask her. My life is a movie, bull riding and boobies, which I guess you maybe may may have misheard as the original. Or is the is the remake? <laughs> Ca- Cowboy hat from Gucci, Wrangler on my booty is the original. And they remix it to be riding on a tractor, riding on my bladder. <laughs> and Rap Genius is a perp- a place where people go to discuss lyric meanings and and uh, comment on the the deeper meaning behind lyrics and what they're getting at and, and the wordplay going on. The annotation for the line "riding on my bladder" comes to us from Twenty Seven Matrix, uh, actually seven hours ago. So today <laughs> he recorded this, and it is the f- does this even mean? <laughs> uh, they left in. Cheated on my baby, you can go and ask her. They left that in the Kids Bop version, which uh, Bent the Dragon 20 days ago said, what? That's his <laughs> annotation on this one. Very interesting how they chose to keep that on. My Life is a Movie, Bull Riding in Bougie, Cowboy Hat from Gucci, Wrangler Like on TV, which is, which is nonsense. So the top comment is the top comment is they really said riding on my bladder 21 upvotes and uh, the second comment is they censored out lean and booty but they kept the cheating reference what even are the rules (laughs) (laughs) all right um i like in the effort to like be more appropriate we just went down a path of being more inappropriate so but it was other pe- we were quoting other people being more inappropriate. Sure. So it's, it's a You're right. different. FCC can't get mad at us for that. <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening to Not All Bad, welcome to the show. Um, each uh, of us have brought a topic that we're going to complain about. We're going to draw a third topic from a hat that's submitted by you guys. And then we're going to end the show by um, talking about something, something that's made us happy recently. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and SoundCloud. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And shoot us an email at notallaboutshow at gmail.com. Um, I think it's my turn to start with today's episode. I think it is. I actually checked also this time. I've been just relying on you, but I figured I could help carry the load by looking up myself. Well, at least it means that I haven't been off for like the last, you know. <laughs> that means I've been correct, that my system is working. Um, I've talked about this extensively before, and um, so have others, in fact. Um and, and not on the podcast. This is uh, in my private life and uh, in some of my social media posts and stuff. So if your only access to me is via the podcast, you haven't heard it before. But uh, since all of you are either my friends or have met me before for the most part, then you know that um, you already know the the general argument that I'm going to make here. But um, I have a very uh, strict definition of what a grilled cheese is. <laughs> and... Uh, a lot of people tend to uh, be pretty cavalier about how they define a grilled cheese, and that actually makes me really upset. And there's a couple facets of why this makes me upset. Um, I, uh, I've said it before, and I've said it again. Uh, basically, the definition that I have is grilled cheeses, uh, by definition, cannot have meat in any circumstance. Um, if your grilled cheese has a slice of ham in it, then that is a ham and cheese melt, turkey and cheese melt. It's not a grilled cheese. Um, 
It's uh, bacon is uh, a borderline exception. I um, can understand why somebody would think a bacon and cheese toasted sandwich is a grilled cheese. I still don't believe it is, but that is the only uh, exception I'm willing to tolerate. Is bacon? I, I have a I have a semantic question. Yeah, <clears throat> how do you feel about someone saying, like, if there's meat, like grilled meat and cheese? Do you do you insist on them saying? Like a ham and cheese melt instead of like a grilled ham and cheese. No, my my definition, my my strict adherence to the title only carries to grilled cheese. You can call whatever okay. is not a grilled cheese whatever you want. I find uh, a grilled ham and cheese to be a little bit cumbersome, but not inaccurate by any means. That's that's okay. valid. Um, and uh, I've talked about this a lot. Um, again, bacon I think is a fair um, kind of. Uh, um, exception if if that's how you choose to live your life um i i disagree but the argument i'll at least tolerate uh grilled chicken a ham slice you know any kind of uh, deli meat uh is 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 a complete no-go it's an it's a non-starter for me and i and i really won't tolerate that ever being called a grilled cheese it is a melt and um the distinction is important right because um i also i mean i i prefer my uh I prefer my sandwiches to have meat in them. I do. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's not even a matter of like how, how personally uh, indebted I feel to the grilled cheese sandwich. It's just a, mm-hmm. more of a matter of um, adding meat to a sandwich kind of fundamentally changes what it is and what your expectations are when you take a bite, right? And, and, and I, take cha- I take my sandwiches very seriously. Um, one thing that, that pisses me off about this extensively um, uh, is that uh, I had uh, originally been um, preaching this on my own uh, in the past. Um, I, I've always said this. I, I believe I've posted on social media about this for years, um, more than six years ago. And why I say six years is because six years ago, a Reddit user underscore blue underscore shells posted to r slash grilled cheese on reddit um uh with the the title uh you people make me sick and uh the the post goes as following a grilled cheese consists of only these following items cheese bread with spread usually butter this entire subreddit consists of melts almost every grilled cheese sandwich i see on here has other items added to it the fact that this subreddit is called Grilled Cheese is nothing short of utter blasphemy. Let me start out by saying I have nothing against melts. I just hate their association with sandwiches that are not grilled cheeses. Adding cheese to your tuna sandwich? It's called a tuna melt. Totally different. Want to add bacon or some pretentious breadcrumbs with spinach? I don't know what the hell you call that, but that's not a grilled cheese. That's where we, he and I disagree. I think veggies are fair game on a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, hmm. But I, I do see where he's coming from. I would be more than willing to wager I've eaten more grilled cheeses in my 21 years than any of you had in your entire lives. I have almost every day, I have one almost every day and sometimes more than just one sandwich. Want to personalize your grilled cheese? Use a mix of different cheeses or use sourdough or French bread. But if you want to add some pulled pork and take a picture of it, make your own subreddit entitled Melts because that is not a grilled cheese. I'm not a religious man nor am I anything close to a culinary expert. But as a bland, white, Midwestern male, I am honestly the most passionate person when it comes to grilled cheese and mac and cheese. All of you foodies, stay the hell away from our grilled cheeses and stop associating your sandwich melts with them. 
Yet again, it is utter, utter blasphemy and rocks me to the core of my pale being. Shit, I stopped lurking after three years and made this account for the sole purpose of posting this. I've seen posts after post of people's grilled cheeses all over Reddit, and it's been driving me insane. The moment I saw this subreddit this morning, I finally snapped. Hell, I made even start my own subreddit just because I know this one exists now. You goddamn heretics, respect the grilled cheese and stop changing it into whatever you like and love it for what it is. Make your own damn melt sandwich and call it what it is, a melt. Um, and the reason I read this in its entirety is because, first of all, um, I agree with about 99% of it. More importantly, it makes me very mad this person said this because this went super viral at the time. Um, it currently has uh, 28,000 upvotes. It's got um, countless awards on Reddit. I mean, like, just randomly, like, glancing, I'd say, you know, 30 or 40 awards. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I remember seeing it all over social media, all over uh, Twitter at the time, and it made me so upset because uh, I've been preaching this for years, longer than he has. And although, um, and really, I should say it's motivated entirely out of jealousy and spite. I, 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 again, <laughs> I think he's made a perfectly good argument, and I'm glad that, in one way, more people saw it. I'm glad that it was spread wide because um, he's he is correct. I, again, I think uh, a little spinach on a grilled cheese doesn't not make it a grilled cheese, right? Um, but uh, I do understand. Um, I do understand where he's coming from, and I'm glad that he was kind of evangelizing the good word. But I also am incredibly jealous that he got all his attention um, on on forming an opinion and, and stating an opinion that I've had for for at least as long. But uh, props to him. So um, that's the gist of it. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't. I haven't had a grilled cheese in ages. I don't really know why um, I thought of this to talk about this on the show. But I got a long history with this post and with grilled cheeses in general, and um, I'll just cap it off by saying you gotta you gotta leave the meat off or else it's a melt. And I'm I'm surprised that he and I came to the same conclusion independently on on what it would be called, um, or what it could be called if meat was added. But um, um, that was not that that I did not well, I was not inspired by this post to come up with that. That was independently discovered. Um, but yeah, I, I I stand by this man's opinion, and uh, I'm glad that he was able to get it out. But I wish it were me. And don't put <laughs> meat on your grilled cheese. I respect that. You know, so I I am someone who habitually, if all costs are the same, I overdo it on toppings usually. So like if there's a pizza, if it costs the same to get just like a cheese pizza or a pepperoni pizza versus like something with five toppings, I feel the need to get five toppings. Right. Getting my full use out of it. And kind of a similar thing with sandwiches. It's like if I can put like meat and whatever else on it i i will but as i'm thinking because i I frequently will make like a grilled ham and cheese or ham cheese melt whatever you want to call it yeah um but as i'm sitting here i've not eaten dinner so to be clear similar to last episode where we started talking about food and my mouth was just watering this is happening again i'm just imagining a grilled cheese (laughs) yeah and i'm i'm i i frequently when with pizza sometimes i've realized there's a time to get just a pepperoni pizza just be like you don't have to always have a million toppings right similarly in my mind it's kind of like you know there's a time to have just a grilled cheese there's something magical about it and special about just the perfect melted cheese between like crispy bread and i am 
absolutely crave it right now. And I, I understand why, why you and this uh, other gentleman on Reddit would be uh, uh, grilled cheese purists because that, there, there does need to be respect for what a grilled cheese is and how special it is. Yeah, I mean, you may always, you may very rightly make the argument that in any circumstance, adding meat to what would be called a grilled cheese is a better sandwich, objectively 100% of the time. I don't necessarily stand by that, but if you were going to say that, I, I think that that's a fair ground to stand on. But mm-hmm. there is a very big difference between just the, uh, uh, a sandwich that's been toasted with melted cheese and ham on it and one without ham. A very big difference. And, there and is a big difference. the word grilled cheese conveys a particular expectation that you betray uh, once you begin adding protein. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh-huh. I'm, I will say this. I'm going through all the top posts on r slash grilled cheese right now. I don't see a single one with anything other than cheese in it. So he really changed the game. He, he really revolutionized the culture. Did you know that yesterday was National Grilled Cheese Day? No wonder this sub is popping off. I did not know that. I feel ashamed that I didn't participate, honestly. I know. Oh, this person, I found one. It, it took a long time to get to it, but somebody put kimchi on their grilled cheese. Interesting. So this post says first attempt. This is your first attempt ever making a grilled cheese? What are you, like eight? <laughs> Just use your dad's computer to get on Reddit? I, um... God, I really want a grilled cheese now, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely watering and foaming at the mouth. These I pictures all really look incredible. Am. There's there's like some that are like a, like a slice of craft cheese on white bread, and there's some that are like artisanally grilled on sourdough with like Havarti cheese, and they all look amazing. Beginning to end, they look great. Wow. <sighs> I'm going to... I'm looking up some uh, pictures of grilled cheese. Yeah, really get yourself in the mood. Um, God. This looks really good. Oh, I got a slow-mo cheese pull video. Oh, that's really satisfying. I'm really close to being like, we got to wrap this up. I know. Because <laughs> I'm about to nut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there goes our FCC approval. But yeah. <laughs> uh. I'll censor it. <laughs> um yeah I'll, I'll kids bop substitute it wow okay um anyway yeah i uh i i love I'm, i feel like i can make a very i know it's super easy but i have a very you know strict formula for making grilled cheeses and i made a youtube video about it one time um in which case i voice this very opinion um because for a while at the beginning of quarantine last year i made those snacks by zach videos <laughs> Um, and one of them was how to make a grilled cheese, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I feel so passionately about it, but I do. And, uh, props to, uh, blue shells on Reddit for voicing that opinion and getting it out there. Um, I wish that that were me getting all the recognition, but, uh, I'm glad <laughs> we at least have one evangelist. All I can think about is the meal I'm going to make after this because I, I was probably going to do something simple before, but now I've, I'm going to make a gr- like probably several different kinds of grilled cheese. Yeah, ball out. Meal. Really experiment. Man. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, if that's all you've got, I'm going to go ahead and move to my topic. Um, Zach, I've, ju- I've just got too much shit. And what I'm here to talk to you about today is the fact that it's so infuriating how much space everything takes up that 
I, I don't even so I, I have actually a reasonable amount of storage space in my current living situation. And I foolishly thought that when I moved from the small I basically had like one room and one closet before this. Yeah. And I guess I I used some of my parents like attic space to store some stuff. But other than that, I had very little space. I got to to a house that I'm renting. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, I have like four different closets. I have a garage, like I'll like, no way I'll run out of space. And here we are, uh, <laughs> like eight months later, something like that, maybe even nine. Uh, and I've run out of space. The garage, other than where we park the cars is full. The closets full. My room overflowing with stuff that I would like to move to closets or to the garage, but unable to. And it's just, it's impossible. What really kicks this off was uh, I decided to buy a new mattress. And man, it's like, all right, I moved. And I also bought a new bed frame because I just had like one of those cheap metal uh, simplistic bed frames. I was like, oh, I'll get a headboard. I'm tired of seeing people on the internet tell you that uh, yeah. yeah, that it's a red flag if you don't have a uh, headboard. Right. Uh, but Do you have a lineup keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a lot of keyboard. Okay. I finally have eliminated one of those final red flags about me as a man in his twenties. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but suddenly it's like, all right, I have this old mattress, this old bed frame. Like, where do I put this stuff? And it's like, I've already like filled up the garage uh, for a little while. There was like stuff just in my hallway. And that's like, that wasn't functional. And there's just too much stuff. And it's like, I'm really starting to, I, on a given day, I fluctuate between the whole like Marie Kondo, like, if it doesn't does spark bring joy. you joy, like, yeah. like throw it in the garbage versus I need to be prepared for any situation. Cause for, cause here's the thing. I would throw this mattress away, but there's part of me that's like, all right, what if I do get a, a, a my own place with an extra bedroom and I want a guest bed? The old mattress isn't like bad. And so I'm just stuck with a million things that's like, they're not quite worth the effort to like sell and get the money that they're worth. Cause that sounds like a hassle, Yeah. but they, they're too valuable to actually throw away. And so I'm just stuck with so many things. Um, I have like TVs I've accumulated over the years that like my parents are like, we don't need this. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And now I just have it just on a shelf, not even being used. I don't know what to do with it. Um, may- maybe this is just a very personal rant and not even a very uh, relatable topic overall, <laughs> but I just, <laughs> maybe it's more about uh, the the fortune of having moderately valuable things that can actually be sold. Um, but it's just, I, I, I'm starting to realize I'm on a trajectory that if I, if I buy any more things, I, it will just be, I'll actually just be stuck waiting through garbage in my house. Well, and, it, do, it uh, doesn't sound like purchasing things is your problem. It sounds like receiving things is a problem. <laughs> receiving things is definitely a problem. Pur- purchasing things can be a problem. It's part of the reason that I like moved away even from like, uh, like for example, like with movies and video games, I stopped buying things physically and started buying digitally yeah. specifically because I was tired of like having a shelf of my nerdy video games for anyone to come and look at. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just dawned on me that I, I don't know that. I mean, sure. I could, I could buy a bigger place 
but then like, well, I just fill it up with more things. I'm I'm just tired of accumulating stuff. I I don't know that a storage unit is the answer. I I I feel like that would. It, it's it's weird how receiving things from people like a bed or a TV seems nice, but if you don't have the space for it or you don't actually need it, like I I I am start I'm starting to get flashes of what it's like to be a hoarder. <laughs> I, I'm terrified. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I'm terrified that will become yet. me because. <laughs> because I mean, did you ever? I, I I I didn't see them much growing up, but there was a couple people I knew in high school that you went to their house and you're like, oh, like that that horrors TV show is not just uh random crazy people. There are people that you probably know whose houses are so filled with stuff that they can't even like walk. They have like little pathways that they formed through it. Is not that uncommon. Yeah. I knew at least a few people like that in high school. I, I knew like, one. Oh, like people like have too much shit all the time. Um, and it's it's like, I mean, it's only like one room for me right now. My, my room, as I'm yeah. me, it's only been also a couple weeks. But I'm just starting to fear, what if this is me? I, I will be that hoarder. Well, th- I don't think you will be because you're already having that stress about it. And. <laughs> <laughs> So at least there's that comfort. I have the complete opposite problem where I, I'm looking at my, my studio window right now, a.k.a. the open door to my second best my second guest bedroom where I record, and looking directly into a, a completely empty room where I can't see any furniture because I don't have enough for my whole house. I have a fully <laughs> empty room, unused room. Um, but I'm getting a bunch of furniture from my aunt and uncle um, oh, over nice. the summer. Which is sad because my house isn't big enough for their stuff, for a lot of the stuff I wanted. So um, I couldn't really like over overwhelm my house, but um, that's okay. I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah, there's just sometimes it is terrible to be in possession of things that are like too valuable to in good conscience just throw away, but just take up space. I mean, the it's, the... The mattress is the perfect example of that because mattresses are like, well, they're completely useless unless you have two, at least two rooms. Yeah. Right. And, and they're also enormously outrageously expensive and <laughs> yeah. unbelievably big. So it's like the worst of all, all combinations. So you don't want to yeah, get rid of be- it because it's a waste of exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because if that is something that I could truly see, like if I were to get a house or something in a few years and have a guest bed, that is something that I would potentially have to spend like several hundred dollars to replace with anything reasonably comfortable for like a guest room or something. Right. Yeah, I, I it's feel just that. the absolute worst. <sighs> but yeah, I mean that's honestly that's about it. I'll I'll probably just be updating y'all on all the garbage I have in my house uh, in future episodes. <laughs> Slowly, like your camera feed that I'm watching right now is just the, <laughs> just, the background just, just raises, raises up. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> well, I'll take some of that junk off your hands, man. I could use a a few things. You got a TV stand I can have, or unfortunately, no. Yeah. I only have one of those. I'm using it. I'm using an old bookshelf. It looks really crappy. <laughs> Or a filing cabinet. I'd love a filing cabinet. I was just thinking about that today. Honestly, that's actually something I've been thinking that I could actually use. Now, it's like 
I've in my entire life I was like, why does everyone have a filing cabinet? And suddenly it's like, oh, I have to keep up with import like documents like my own. I mean, it's because my parents used to have like my tax documents and right. my, like birth certificate and shit. And now it's right. like, oh, I have to keep these somewhere. I know. <laughs> I'm having the same thought. All right, well, let's move on to a random rant. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. Um, okay, so this one this one comes from Brandon. Um, uh, he said, uh, carbonated water, but he put in parentheses virgin spiked seltzer, which <laughs> is, <laughs> is really the rebranding that carbonated water can use. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Topo Chico had... Um, has come out with a seltzer, an alcoholic seltzer. I've seen that. I haven't tried it yet, but I am. My attention has been grabbed. Okay, it's not good. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, it's not <laughs> terrible. Um, it's also not pretty bad. So it's in between <laughs> terrible and pretty bad. It's it's not it's not very good. I don't like it. But um. That that is kind of I didn't know that you could do that. That's an example of like a company working backwards. Like an I get a beer company making a seltzer, but a water company making an alcoholic water. That seems like can you can they do that? <laughs> Stay in your lane. That's really bizarre. <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever been to Europe? No, actually. Okay, me neither. So that was a, it's not going to go anywhere. But apparently they, they <laughs> um, when you order a water at, I, I don't know where in Europe, I, I just hear Europe, but when you order a water at a restaurant, they always give you carbonated water, sparkling water, mm-hmm. I guess is what. I've heard that too. A better way to call it. Um, I don't like sparkling water at all. Hmm. Well, I like it on rare occasions, but it's... Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna choose just good old, uh, good old American water, flat water. <laughs> what, so what? What is a particular occasion in which you might enjoy it? In a cocktail, for me, is is the only a cocktail. Time. Honestly, if it's like I'm at someone's house and they're offering me different drinks, and say I'm not in the mood for alcohol, but I want something that's not water, and they happen to have like a Lacroix, maybe I'll take that. Okay, that is fair because when I think carb- when I think sparkling water, I think totally unflavored. I don't think Lacroix. Oh, I see what you're saying. But Lacroix yeah. does kind of change the game a little bit. I still don't like it. I'd rather drink water than than Lacroix. Hmm. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I I guess there is a difference. Honestly, purely just carbonated water. Given the option, I'm almost always going to choose just a regular water if it's offered to me. Like I, I'm not gonna seek it out, but if it's offered to me, I might take it. But I just don't understand. Don't like, whenever I take a sip of carbonated water, it feels substantially less satisfying than any other liquid that I could drink. Like, oh yeah, it, it for some like compare head to head flat water to sparkling water. Sparkling water just doesn't come close to being as satisfying as a cold glass of ice water. I don't know why it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then. Meanwhile, you compare it head to head with Coke or whatever. Well, obviously the Coke tastes a thousand times better. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the appeal is. I don't get why people drink it. Um, I I guess like, cause they want a little bit of flavor, but they don't, they, they don't want the health deficits of similarly flavored drinks. That's why Topo Chico is, I guess, popular. 
or uh, or Lacroix or whatever. Mm-hmm. What What was the original prompt? Was it just carbonated water? It wasn't anything else. Yeah, just carbonated water. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've even heard in some weird circles this idea of carbonated water being associated with wealth. That like people ba- like I even know like there's some dumb YouTuber I forget who it is who like <laughs> is all about like how to look wealthy and oh, like one really? of one of his that I, I I've happened that? across his videos through it's almost the equivalent of like your 10x secrets uh, yeah yeah where it's more like I've seen them more as like a like he's being serious but I've seen like you're watching him clips. as like as he's the joke yeah 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 but um and he like insists like if you if you have like if you ever drink tap water like at a restaurant or carbonated water that's like you had like that's a poor mindset like real rich people always drink carbonated water i just don't get it because i could have all the money in the world and if i'm thirsty i want just regular flat water Right, I can't imagine being. That's like, what I'm saying because it, it doesn't feel refreshing. Exactly, to me, carbonated water is water that you drink to pass the time, not to like. <laughs> that's, that's a time refreshing beverage. Your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of literally. <laughs> All right, uh, do you know there's a difference between club soda, tonic water, seltzer, and sparkling water? I did know there's a difference, but I I still don't know really what it is. I, I just know that there's been some drinks I've made that have asked for like tonic water or something. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what even is the difference? Same, same. So I looked it up. Club soda has is carbonated water with added minerals. Um, Interesting. Such as yeah, sodium sodium chloride, uh, sodium bicarbonate, which I believe is baking soda, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting. Um, these minerals uh, give it a slightly salty taste. Seltzer is like club soda in that it's carbonated water, um, but it does it generally does not contain added minerals, which gives it a more quote-unquote true water taste, depending on the brand. Um, sparkling mineral water is naturally carbonated. Its bubbles come from a spring or well with naturally occurring carbonation. That sounds fake. I don't know if I, can that can, can springs do that. Uh, and I think then, I've heard that before too, and that <laughs> I don't understand how that's possible. And then it it, it would contain uh, minerals that are natural to that body of water anyway. So C- um, can you imagine, like back in the day, you're just like an explorer, or you. Like, like I'm, I'm talking like a couple thousand years ago or something like or more um and you just come across like some water and you're like oh heck yeah like i finally a drink and you go and it's carbonated like would you think like the feeling carbonation in your tongue not expecting it and not knowing that's a thing that exists i just feel like you'd be like why is this water so spicy like am i gonna die uh, yeah what is this honestly in the water? i think i think <laughs> i think that 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 can be extended way i think i'm thinking 200 years ago not 2000 yeah i think that that could be a really like yeah right like what is this why is this water spicy what's going on here ah ah ugh. like there's like a tingle on your tongue it's yeah. gotta be weird it is weird to me now and i know what it is you're like oh shit i'm poisoned <laughs> i guess it's the cholera again or something like, like something like that you know <laughs> Uh, tonic water, according to this website, has, quote, the most unique taste of all four beverages, which I don't know. That seems like a little bit subjective to put in this, but okay. Tonic water, 
is like club soda. It's carbonated water with minerals. However, tonic water also contains quinine. Uh, well, actually, I don't know what that means, but uh, it's a compound isolated from the bark of a chinchona tree. It's what gives tonic water a bitter taste and was historically used to prevent malaria in tropical areas. Um, it's only present today in small amounts in tonic water just to give it its bitter taste. It's also commonly sweetened uh, with corn syrup or sugar to improve the taste. And it's often used as a mixer for cocktails. So there's your rundown. I didn't really know any of that. Um, I have some tonic water in my fridge. I also have some cel- I have some LaCroix in my fridge because they're good for cocktails. I don't ever drink the shit on its own. Um, <laughs> but it's good for cocktails. In fact, I also have – I've got sparkling mineral water, uh, uh, seltzer, and tonic water all in my fridge. The only thing I'm missing is club soda, um, and they're all for cocktails. You're you're very well prepared. I've got everything. I got all of it, man. I got cranberry juice, grapefruit juice, pineapple juice, a lot of pineapple juice. Um, uh, I have egg whites, Worcestershire sauce. Like <laughs> I've got all kinds <laughs> of ridiculous stuff for for cocktails. Uh, you know what I don't mess with though? I don't mess with garnishes. I don't have any garnishes available. So if you want like mm. a an umbrella in your drink or a cherry or a little fruit slice on the rim or something like that, you're out of luck. Best I can do is a lime. But I don't even I don't want to I don't have enough limes to waste it on your trivial the the trivial uh, garnish. You're mm. gonna have to squeeze that lime directly into the drink uh, for it to be worth it. Anyway, tangent. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of sparkling water at all. I'm, I imagine Brandon feels the same way. A ra- a, a random uh, idea though. I like it. I like out of left field. I like that too. Is uh, it uh, is it time for some positive rants? Yeah, yeah, it is. So I, I, I'm going first, right? That's yeah. the order here. Yep. <clears throat> mine's uh, mine's pretty simple today. My positive rant is just taking a shower. And I don't <laughs> necessarily just mean uh, for the sake of like not smelling bad. What I more mean is that for reasons unknown to me, showers are a really good like mental reset button. That if oh, I'm yeah. just feeling like tired or cloudy or even in a, like a bad mood. Um taking a shower is a really great way for me to just like almost reset that and like be able to get in a better mood. Like even before we were recording, actually, like I was just like kind of tired and, um, my, my mind was like distracted and I, I took a shower and I was like, Oh, actually now I feel great and I'm excited to record. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know. I, I have lots of like thoughts about why that might be. I mean, one of it, obviously I think feeling clean is a good feeling, but also like (laughs) I, I, it's one of the few times where I'm truly like away from my phone and not thinking about my phone or things like that. I sometimes think that like the lack of any noise, like no music, no podcast, no, phone like a chance i'm gonna notice my phone going off is maybe and like just me alone with my thoughts maybe that's a good thing uh because because i i personally do you like listen to music or anything while you shower or do you take like silent showers um i take silent showers unless it is um sometimes friday and saturday i'll listen to music Um, interesting Sometimes. I was going to say, maybe like one, a couple times a month, I have the craving to like listen to music while I shower. I don't have a speaker that could really go in my bathroom, so it, it oh, doesn't actually end up happening. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. There, there's be... a time and place for that. 
I got to be getting ready for something specific. I have to be showering before a date or like yeah, something like that. And then music comes. But if if I'm just getting ready for work or I got done mowing the lawn or something like that, uh, music is is I prefer not to have it. In fact, that's actually pretty close to how I feel. If I'm like if I'm almost hyping myself up to go somewhere, having music in the shower can actually be kind of a fun like really satisfying way to shower but um for just a routine shower or like you like you said like i mean there's something about that shower after mowing the lawn for it's it's like one of the (laughs) dirtiest i ever feel in day-to-day life like you just have grass and dirt all over your entire and it makes your nose stuffy too so you're like also don't you also like yeah 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 it's it's like a good just reset button physically um and i don't know i mean there's probably also something to be said for like I'm guessing you take hot showers, or do you do you take cold showers? Or um, yeah, I take uh, I take uh, I'd say warm to hot, unless I just got done with a run in the summer, in which case I take cold. So I really run the full gamut. I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- there are some rare circumstances where I'll take a cold shower during the summer specifically. There are some circumstances where taking a cold shower feels necessary. Yeah. Um. But usually I take a hot one. I, I do. I, there's probably something to be said for that as well about that being therapeutic or whatever. But anyways, um, okay. I got another question for you. Have you ever had a shower beer? Yeah, I have a couple times. Um, and I'd, I'd like you to pitch it to, cause I don't really get the appeal that much other than it's just doing, doing two of my favorite things at one time. <laughs> you know, I've, I've also only done it a couple times and my pitch to you for why not to do it is that the couple times I've done it, I felt like an alcoholic. So I was like, yeah. I don't know that I'm going to do this again. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, this feels like I can't go a moment without a beer in my hand, so maybe I should not do this again. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I get that. I mean, there's something to be said, like, if you're taking a shower where you're not in a hurry, just having a drink to go along with it. There was, like, one time where it was, like, kind of fun for that reason. Because I just – I've heard people talk about that, like, it's their favorite thing in the world to do. Yeah, me I too, I can't decide right? if it's an actually, like, great activity or, again, if they're just alcoholics. But um, – Well, I mean, I love <laughs> drinking beer and I love being in the shower. So I get it. Yeah. But it's, like, those two things individually to me feel better than the sum of their parts, you know? No, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. that. I don't feel like there's necessarily magic added by combining them. Right. But, but yeah. And then obviously there's also, I'm usually a morning shower person, but there's something about the night shower into clean sheets feeling that just feels, I I don't experience, like I said, I usually shower in the morning, so it's not something I experience all the time. But when you do experience it, it feels like you unlocked like a special, like, mode in life of like how clean you just feel over yeah yeah oh my god i i could talk about shower showers for literally hours um i i am a bastard and i do both i'm a more i shower in the morning and i shower at night Um, honestly that's probably a good move i i i run in the morning i work out in the morning and i gotta get ready for work and fix my hair and all that and for that reason the shower is necessary in the morning um, and I have like a, I have a thing, like a, a, a thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't want to like make a bigger deal out of it than it is. But my bed is like, it has to be pristine. Um, mm-hmm. um, it's like, or rather I prefer it that way. And I try to keep it that way for as long as possible. So like, um, 
my like having clean sheets to me is like the greatest feeling in the world. And in order to maintain that, I shower before bed to yeah. and, and like it, it, it's gotten way better to the point where like before um like for example in high school, when I came home from school um if if it, if there wasn't if it wasn't clean laundry on my bed, I couldn't stand. I couldn't put my jacket on my bed. I couldn't put my backpack on my bed, even on the like even on like the top cover. I couldn't like lay down my uh, like dirt my shirt when I took it off when I got home. Like I, I nothing could touch my bed. Nothing could contaminate my bed because I, I I don't know. Like I said, I had a thing. And then as I got older, um, it got a little bit better. And now like. I'll put a suitcase on my top, you know, cover if I'm packing to go somewhere, you know, I won't pack mm-hmm. on the floor. But like literally as a kid, I like nothing unless it was fresh out of the shower or fresh out of the washing machine, nothing could sit on my bed, touch my bed, anything like that. Um and I, it's gotten better. And now I'm to the point where like, okay, if my bed's dirty cuz like I came home late one night from bar or something and just crawled into bed instead of showering, then I'll just wash my sheets the next day or if I don't get to it for the next couple of days and like whatever, the pressure's off. It's already been tainted, right? But I can't mm-hmm. wait to return to that state. I'm just like co-opting this completely to talk about my personal mental deficiency or whatever. But <laughs> for that reason, like the night shower and then the climbing in the clean sheets is legitimately, I can't believe I haven't even thought to talk about this on the show. It's up there with like Hawaiian shirts in terms of how much it means to me and how important it is to like my enjoyment out of life. It, it is like one of the top three things that I get the most enjoyment out of is a, is a, a nice shower and clean sheets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is a really great feeling. And honestly, I, when pe- there's lots of people who shower every night before they get into their sheets. And I completely understand. Like I said, that's not always me. And honestly, it's one of those funny things where I don't even know what, like what exactly is the normal amount to shower because I <laughs> yeah. feel like, I'm like scared of being wildly wrong by saying I only do it like in the morning. Right. Be like, you gross piece of shit. Like you don't even shower every night also. I feel, um, and on the other hand, I feel extremely wasteful. I mean, I'm not taking long showers. Um, I'd say that my two combined are probably the length of um, like what some people consider to be one, their one daily shower. But mm-hmm. um, I always feel the opposite. of I'm like, I'm just wasting water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> I just like usually keep uh, my mouth closed about uh, the frequency because I'm worried that somehow I'm wrong about the amount. Because also people love to talk about like it's unhealthy to wash your hair like every day or something. I'm like I don't, I don't even understand how I would not wash my hair every day. Yeah. But anyways, it, um, <laughs> it's, I mean, literally going back to the thing I just said about like I have to be clean before I go to bed. That reason alone prevents me from following that rule. I don't condition my hair every day, but I got to yeah. wash it every day. Because if I'm not getting clean from the shower, then I, I don't know what it is. That it's, it's like literally some sort of <laughs> mental thing. I'm actually getting stressed about imagining like not cleaning <laughs> myself thoroughly every day. Um, Man, honestly, I, I could do a whole other topic about like try, figure, trying to figure out what the rules are about how often to wash your hair. Because I feel like <laughs> I've been told no matter what I read, I'm doing something wrong in one of either like t- doing something too much or too little. I, yeah, I don't even know. Right. It's stressful, but <laughs> anyways, yeah. So I, I really like showering. That's, that's about all there is. To well, it. I really like what you said about, cause you know, my being clean physically for my mental health is if I haven't yeah. stressed it enough is 
works wonders. But not just the act of it's not even it's also about the journey, not just the destination, right? Like when I'm in the shower, that is one of the quickest ways to calm me down from feeling very overwhelmed or stressed or anxious. Mm-hmm. And it's a time for me to like, like, um, I guess we're really getting into like, I guess my neat freak ca- capabilities. I don't want to say like, I don't want to compare it to OCD or anything, but my house right now, um, is, is kind of dirty. I mean, like I've picked up all the clutter, but my countertops are dirty. Uh, like I found a few ants near my back door this morning. Um, there's like grass that's been tracked in for the front and back door. And all that is like constantly on my mind. It's actually making me very stressed. Um, that, and I need to clean my house. I need to vacuum the carpet and sweep the floors and turn and clean off the countertops and things like that. And like all that is stressing me out, but I get in the shower and I'm thinking about, I got to do all that. I got to, you know, do this thing about this car warranty. I've got, uh, this recall on my car. I've got to like do this for my taxes, like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I got to do this at work and this at work. And then I get in the shower and it's like, okay, it'll be fine. Calm down here. Here is what I'm going to do when I get out of the shower in order and everything's going to work out. Like for some reason, the shower is so cathartic and therapeutic to me. Yeah. To like I can kind of hit reset and then realign. It's like my, it's like my opposite of a panic button. It's my calm down button. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It, there really is something that if I am, I mean, people always talk about how, like, it's, it's a cliche to say that like people like go through even like, if there's like a relationship that, where something's stressing them out, like conversations, they talk about that stressing them out. Yeah. For some reason, usually, and and I, I'll I'll do that similarly too, where I'll get in the shower and still think about maybe those relationships or like conversations that need to be had or whatever, whether whoever that's with. But there's something about showers. It's like even if that stays in my mind, the shower, I don't know why, but I, it becomes less overwhelming to me, and I can like yeah. just be like, all right, I'll just I'll do this, and that's great. Because we're in the shower. There's no world outside the shower curtain or the shower door. You're just in your own little world with the hot water. And and <laughs> once you step out of the shower, you got to address everything out there. But in the meantime, you can focus on how you're going to address it. Nothing can hurt you in the shower. You're safe in the shower. That's how I feel. Man, I can't wait to shower. Mm-hmm. I'm gearing up for my shower tonight. <laughs> and a grilled shower grilled cheese. <laughs> Yeah, let let me know how it goes eating your grilled cheese in the shower. Yeah, yeah. I like this topic a lot. I could probably go for even longer. I feel like I co-opted what you came to say a little bit. No, you're fine. um, That is something that's very dear to me. I'm surprised I myself haven't talked about it yet. Until now. Um, Speaking of uh, my my house being dirty and stuff... uh, there's another thing that has been stressing me out for a long time about my house. And that's not only the inside of it that's dirty, but the outside of it. And I've talked about this on the last two episodes at least is that my lawn uh, was uh, <laughs> horrible. You know, it's a, a completely abom- a, a, an abomination on my HOA. My backyard was like knee high. Um, and I tried to cut it on two separate occasions. I got about halfway through the first time. And the second time my mower started smoking. Oh, man. Um. And, uh, over the last week I was out of town, I was in Alabama for work and uh, I was actually thinking a lot about, okay, when I get home, I got to, you know, mow the lawn, I got to clean the house, et cetera, et cetera. I got to do laundry. I, I really need to wash my sheets. That's been on my mind too. Um, 
and uh, the mowing the lawn when I was really dreading. But uh, over the weekend when I was out of town was also uh, the Masters Golf Tournament, which is kind of dating this episode a little bit. But um, a couple of my friends, one of whom was Brandon, uh, who submitted our random rant today, the other was Derek, asked if they could come over because Derek has a key to my house because he lives close by. So I gave him a key in case like there's an emergency or something he can help with. Mm-hmm. He asked if he could come over when I wasn't here, when I was out of town with Brandon, just so they could watch the Masters on my TV in my living room. And I was like, yeah, that's no problem, because it's not. Um, just be careful, because it's messy. Don't judge me, whatever. Um, which I always say to everyone, no matter how clean it is, really, unless it's like, <laughs> I just cleaned it, which honestly is fairly often <laughs> that I just cleaned it. If you can't tell already how much I think about cleaning things. Um, but uh, he was like, oh, I don't, don't worry about it. But I get home uh, from my trip, and the final day of the golf tournament is on Sunday, and I get home on Sunday, and they're you know, in my living room watching the game watching the match and it turns out that uh, there was a weather delay for the masters on the day before on Saturday and they in the weather delay went outside and they mowed my whole lawn for me uh, is uh, I guess payback for letting me use uh, letting them use my house while I was gone and I like uh, I was gonna say I can't stress enough but I think I've, this episode at least the last 15 minutes of it has made it abundantly clear how much this means to me and how like how big of a weight off my shoulders that was. That's like one of the five most stressful things I was worrying about this week um, that is now eliminated. Um, So I just wanted to say that that uh, was really nice and I very much appreciate it. I don't know if Derek listens that often, but I feel like Brandon does every now and then. So uh, thanks Brandon. I already told you in person uh, a lot, but, (laughs) but that was like really, really cool. Um, and I was with my parents at the time that they like I I heard about it, and I was like sending pictures uh, of of it to my parents. I was like, look, look, it's they did it. My friends did it. That the lawn's mowed after six months of owning a house, and finally getting around to mowing it. And they 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 didn't have to worry about them or smoking or anything. I was so pleased. So thanks, guys. Um, and that is just my positive rant that I have a, a freshly mowed yeah. lawn now. And next time I try to mow it, it won't be knee high. It'll be one week or two week high and it's manageable. And this, the whole, the beast has been tamed. Mm-hmm. It's a good feeling. That That is a good feeling. That's a really good feeling. So, uh, that's going to do it for, uh, episode 63 of not all bad. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, like I said before, we're available on Spotify, iTunes, overcast and soundcloud. You can like us on soundcloud. Uh, you can subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. I think it's been over a year since our last review on iTunes. So, uh, that'd be cool if you did that. And, um, you can find us on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, and you could email us, especially with your random rant ideas like we had Brandon do today at notallbadshow at gmail.com. All you need to do is put anything you want to in the subject line, uh, in the body of the text and the subject line, random rant idea. You want to get the show on the road, Paul? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go make a grilled cheese. <laughs> and I'm about to shower. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for joining us on episode 63 of Not All Bad. I am Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. Mm-hmm.